This meat market goes Division One. Updates on how Mother Nature is behaving or not behaving. We've got the numbers and so much more. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us as we ranch it up. I'm Jeff Tigger Earhart. And I'm Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. Beck. A big thank you to our Ranch It Up crew, Cattleman U and Cattleman U Live, Neogen, Ally Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, the Mile City Bucking Horse Sale, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. So first and foremost, I know we're going to talk about this for probably several weeks, and darn it, we can because we are... Cancer free. <laughs> what? I had to back away from the microphone or I would have been screaming this thing. You got to ring the bell. Finally. Congratulations. This has been almost a, a year, y'all. Yeah, they aren't kidding when they say, when they give you a diagnosis and they say, be ready to sit out on the sidelines for about a year. But it has, it's been quite the journey. And I'm going to jump in and keep talking here, Tigger. But Please. I want to say, Thank you to all of you that have followed along with us on this journey. I mean, the amount of outpouring of love to prayers, to thoughts, uh, random acts of kindness that have just shown up when Lord knows I need it the most. Mm -hmm. We appreciated every bit of it along this way. So thank you so much. And you got to ring the bell, <laughs> even though ringing the bell kicked your butt it didn't it didn't it was a special bell it, it was a little work. different than a dinner bell it didn't we'll work put it this the way. way it was supposed to you went to ring this three times and you grabbed the not the ringer the donger the clanger what is that called i know i grabbed the rope but there was something it did something in the work everybody across this area knows that i have survived cancer <laughs> here's what's going on in cow country fires that are going on right now in Colorado, New Mexico, Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Nebraska. Across cattle country. Across cattle country. Here's a website that we follow, y'all. I mentioned this before a few weeks ago, fireweatheravalanche.org. Everybody write this one down. Interactive map that shows you the status of fires, where they're at, what happened. The amount of acreage uh, that has burned already. that they've consumed. It's it's a great, great website. And onto more weather anomalies. And I think the reason we're bringing all of this stuff up is because, you know, the power, power of prayers. If you can't do anything, just Keep say some prayers coming. to everybody. Because look at the blizzards that have happened in the north. I know all of you listening have heard of this already in the Dakotas, Montana, Wyoming, for two weeks in a row. Uh, our Canadian friends in Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Alberta. There have been some horrific calving seasons. We'll oh put it that way. Gosh, the pictures that are coming feet after feet after feet. And you know, these are the stories that when we hear people say our grandparents remember back when the generations of kids that have been helping with these storms while they haven't been able to go to school, helping their parents on the ranches. These are going to be stories that these kids, when they are grandparents are going to be telling that generation a hundred years from now. I remember this. So if you would remember all of us at the end of dirt roads and check in with your Grazing associations, livestock associations, and Department of Agriculture on what type of indemnity and assistance programs are available in your areas. Hey, it's Mark Van Zee with LivestockMarket.com and EquineMarket.com. This week I have the details for you on our May 4th Spring Ranch Rope and Barrel Horse Online Auction. Bidding is currently open on this auction. All the horses opened at just $100, no hidden reserves. Every horse will sell to the highest bidder. That's eight geldings, seven mares, two fillies, and one stud colt. 
basically all these horses are finished and experienced on the ranch and in the feedlot, plus a couple standout barrel horses and roping prospects. Featured lots include four horses from Five Point Horse Training in Goodland, Kansas, including three ranch rope barrel prospects and one all-around solid Pasifino mare. I got three well-broke all-around ranch and trail geldings from KR Performance Horses in Edmond, Oklahoma, two barrel horses offered by Darling Horses in Bags, Wyoming, one finished mare who runs a consistent 2D and could easily run 1D, and a sorrel gelding that's been well-patterned and is ready to be hauled, a buckskin AQHA mare finished in all aspects of ranch work, and she's a finished head horse in the arena from Frass Horses in Lisco, Nebraska, and I got a sorrel AQHA mare finished on the head and the hillside, started in calf roping and breakaway from 5A Ranch Horses in Dadeville, Alabama, plus six lots of cattle, sheep, and pigs. This sale also includes 16 lots of hay, 1,200 bales in total, opening bids as low as a dollar a bale with no hidden reserves. View and bid today on equinemarket.com, livestockmarket.com, and auctiontime.com. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much, Mark. You're over there feverishly taking notes. <laughs> the, you are the absolute best customer that Mark. I've been caught red-handed. Mark, I'm here to tell you this, <laughs> that the partnership you have with us, we're your best customer. You're on there all the time. What are you going to do? What are you? What are we going to do? What am I going to do when you win like four of those horses when you're constantly bidding on things. What are you going to do when all of a sudden, oh, look at there, we get four new additions. You're going to get excellent at pitching hay. Oh, my. That's what's going to happen. (laughs) Stick around, y'all. We've got a lot more of the Ranch It Up show coming up. It's right after this. What is one of your favorite times of year? And it's right around the corner. Easy branding season. I love branding season. Crew, it doesn't matter if you're selling commercial heifer calves come fall or bulls next spring. Branding season is the time to take samples for genetic testing. Get enrolled in Igenity Branded or Igenity Beef. Add value to those feeder cattle. Add value to your breeding cattle through genetic evaluation tools from, you guessed it, Neogen. Welcome to the Cowboy Mardi Gras, the world-famous Mile City Bucking Horse Sale, May 19th to the 22nd. The party of the year gets bigger all the time. With the Thursday kickoff concert, the Oren Murai Permit Challenge on Friday, PRCA Match Front Riding on Sunday, and now three days of horse racing. Plus, there's family fun at the annual parade, shopping our huge trade show, and lots more events. Go to BuckingHorseSale.com to see our giant four-day weekend of fun and get your tickets now for the one and only world-famous Mile City Bucking Horse Sale. We've talked about Cattlemen U before. It's for farmers, ranchers, and beef producers who are hungry for learning, community, and business development. Just head to CattlemanUlive.com to get your membership and use promo code RANCH for a 10% discount during the month of May. Tickets are on sale now for Cattlemen U Live this September 16th through the 18th in Grand Island, Nebraska. We will be there. Cattlemen U memberships and tickets on sale now through May 31st at CattlemanUlive.com. Let's get it on. Cattle battle. I've heard the following recipe for success, and I really like this one, y'all. To be successful, one needs to do something that others are not wanting or willing to do. Now, keep that in mind as we go forward with this. Jake Fettis and his family, they own and they operate Fettis Red Angus, an Amsterdam meat company in Manhattan, Montana. 
which is about 20 miles from Bozeman, if I'm not mistaken. And Amsterdam Meat Company, they service the local area with custom processing for their clients, and they offer a wide variety of meat, especially beef, to the Bozeman area. A business model that more and more people are looking at. A lot of people are calling me, asking questions, seeing if it will work in their area. They're really curious about that. Now, regardless of what business we're in, to be successful, we need to always be looking for another opportunity to add value to what we do, what we create, to what we produce. Now, Jake and his family, they did just that. Jake, thanks for hanging out with us. And it came across my Facebook feed. This is how this whole thing came to be. It came across my Facebook feed that Amsterdam Meat Company and Montana State University, they developed a partnership. And and this is where it gets crazy. Y'all are the official meat sponsor this is huge. Now, how did this whole thing start? Take us to the beginning because this is a really big move for your ranch and for the company. So we're going to back up about seven or eight years. Uh, I was living in Boise, Idaho, and the guy, gentleman I was working for, had season tickets to Boise State games. And so I went to numerous BSU games, and, and they were a lot of fun. And while I was there, Double R Ranch uh, sponsored well, teamed up with Boise State and put in a, I think it was a $2 million scoreboard on one end of the stadium. And it said Double R Ranch Beef on it and all that. And so that got me thinking, you know, after we bought the meat shop, well, how can I tie that in? How can I tie what we're doing in with Montana State? Being the only locally uh, inspected meat processing facility, how do I tie that in with Montana State like Double R Ranch did? Obviously, I couldn't do a $2 million scoreboard. So I started, you know, kind of throwing ideas around and came up with becoming the official meat sponsor. And so then I floated it to one of my friends that's a booster there, and he fell in love with the idea and got me in touch with the athletic director there at Montana State. You know, I floated the idea to him. And we kind of tweaked it a little bit, but kind of what we did is we are, you know, the official meat sponsor of, of Montana State Athletics. And so what we're going to do is put on a dinner this fall for the football team, the coaching staff, the athletic department. We'll sponsor the meat side of it. I've got a local potato farmer that's going to donate potatoes. Wheat Montana, which is a local bakery, very large uh, farming operation and bakery, are going to donate the rolls. And, you know, we're going to find somebody to donate some other vegetables and all that and, and feed these football players a completely local steak dinner. Oh, wow. Um, and and kind of the idea behind it is, one, to, to, you know, feed them, but also to teach them about the nutrition of beef. So we're working with um, the Montana Beef Council as well. They will have a presence there and talk to them about the importance of the protein and the micronutrients that, that beef has that, you can't get, you know, in that quantity in any other food substance. Um, and then teach them about recovery and working out and building muscle with protein and having beef be a part of their diet, you know, to one, to become a, a better athlete, perform better. And, you know, people are getting pushed so hard into non-meat uh, protein products mm-hmm. and and we, we just feel it's important to help educate these guys as they are you know, superior athletes and help them to become even better athletes and train better and all that. So, you know, the athletic department has really jumped on board. Um, they're super excited about as far as I know, it's the only 
meet sponsorship of a university athletic system anywhere in the country. I don't know of another one. Oh, wow. Um, so it is kind of a cool, kind of a cool deal. We'll also be doing dinners for the men's basketball team, and the women's basketball team, same thing, tying in the education, you know, the nutritional value of beef and, and what it can do for their performance and, and just a lot of different things um, in with those dinners. You know, this is a, a perfect example of the question, well, what can I do? And what's interesting, Jake, you know, you and I get into all kinds of conversations all the time. You know, I mean, we, we like to talk philosophy, I think. Could you imagine, Jake, if we sat around the campfire playing guitar, sipping some beverages, smoking cigars? Could you imagine the philosophy that we could talk by the time it's all said and done? We ask we'd, ourselves, we'd be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, we would. We ask ourselves, what can we do? And this is a prime example of you said, look, we know we can't buy the scoreboard, but here's something where it's more than just going in and saying, we're going to show you what some, some delicious, what right here, delicious and nutritious homegrown Montana beef product is. But now you're taking it a whole nother step further, which I was just writing some notes fueling the body where you're talking to the dietetics excuse me, department and actually talking to these athletes, male and female, and saying, look, we get it. We were there. You're, you're, you're trying to fuel your body to the best that you can. And if you do this right, this is what, what is so amazing. If you do this right, these are habits that these young men and women hopefully will take with them through the rest of their life and get away from this process stuff. And, you know, eating, uh, you know, like you said, you've got partnerships with with some different farmers in the area and you're bringing in some Montana spuds are coming in there. I think it's an amazing example of what somebody can do if you just kind of start scratching your head a little bit. And now, like you said, as far as you know, when it comes to to the colleges at this point, you're kind of the only official meat sponsor out there. There are... Uh, a number of of uh, locally owned processing plants across the country. It's becoming a very popular business plan. You, in fact, I gave your name and number to some friends from I think it was Virginia. That uh, West I said, Virginia was it West yep. Virginia? Okay, I yep. said get a hold of Jake, talk with him. The good, the bad, the ugly. And here's what's happening: we're seeing this popping up everywhere. Where the local processing plants are maybe getting the beef from from local Red Angus breeder, like yourselves, for an example. And they're taking it into the high schools, the grade schools. They're maybe donating fifty pounds of, of of ground beef. They're they're having a whole day of it. They're letting letting these kids understand where their food comes from, and they're they're taking it to all new levels. And it's that whole encouragement of take things back to a local level where if you just look in your neighborhood, there there's kind of everything you need, especially in this food and and in our case in the beef department. Oh yeah, absolutely. I've I'm going to tell you a short little story here, but my daughter was playing YMCA basketball and we were at a, a public school there in Bozeman and Bozeman's kind of a different town. It's uh, not an agricultural town anymore. It's not a Western Montana town. It's uh, it's very expensive, very progressive, uh, very progressive yes. town, very, a lot of expendable income. And we were in this grade school and they have posters all over the gym about the power of vegetables. And there was not one sign in that gym about meat or about beef. And you're in, you're in Montana. And so that, that, that pushed us even harder to get this done because kids are getting pushed towards a, a non-meat uh, diet. Um, if you saw what, what Bill Gates released in the last couple of weeks about mm-hmm. 
you know, the wealthier countries need to move to a, a fake meat diet. Mm -hmm. We'll learn to like it. And I don't think it could be any further from the truth. And, and kids are getting fed this. And so, you know, anything we can do to help educate, you know, kids or, or college athletes, I, the, the goal is to get into some schools here, you know, in the future right now, we're working on capacity and things, and we're just not quite there to do that, that volume. Um, but, uh, you know, the educational part of our industry has got to change and we've got to be more competitive, educating these kids and teaching them, you know, about the, the health benefits of beef and, and just meat protein in general. Hey, thanks so much, Jay. Good to talk to you, my friend. So when people are always asking me, how can we do more? And Jake's got a great point. We need to do more. We need to do more educating. We need, we need to do more telling our story, promoting what we're doing. Be proud of what we're doing. Now, I'm not saying you need to go and open up your own packing plant, but it can be as simple as getting your outfits meet. And, and I know you have chest freezers full of your burger as we speak. Get your beef to the schools. You don't need to send thousands of pounds, but maybe just one day, maybe a few burgers, donate, help cook, help serve it to the kids, help promote it to the kids, tell the story, help to promote, to keep it local. That's the whole point right there. And Beck and I were always open to bounce ideas off. So uh, just reach out at any time. Now, crew, let's take five, or actually it's going to be two. Let's take two and come right back here. Hey, it's Mark Van Z with LivestockMarket.com. Every week we hear from one of our great partners with updates, info, schedules, reports, and everything in between when it comes to buying and selling livestock and hay online and private treaty. LivestockMarket.com is a centralized online platform of all types of livestock as well as hay and straw. They brought you Tractor House and Auction Time, LivestockMarket.com on Facebook too. Thanks guys. Have a great week. Spring has sprung, and I know you have everything going through your mind from calving to spring planting. Are we going to get enough rain? Are we going to have enough hay? I understand this. But remember, it's not too late to add Allied Genetic Resources genetics into your bull battery. Now, spring may be here, but bull buying season is far from over. There's still lots of Allied sales one can attend. Make a difference and add Allied Genetic Resources to your program. You'll be glad you did. The necessities of life, food, water, shelter. And your favorite radio hosts, this is Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. And Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. Beck. Join us every week right here for the Ranch It Up radio show. And the Bend radio show. We talk cattle, market, sale barn reports, news. Cooking, lifestyle, outdoors, recreation. And everything in between. And there's a lot in between. Ranch It Up. And the Bend. Welcome back, everyone, and thanks for staying with us. Kirk Donsbach, Stonex Financial Incorporated. And, Kirk, this week is is like many of them that I have mentioned where I didn't really get a chance to watch what was going on because I was watching weather maps and a little my radar apps on my phone because bad weather where I was at, another you know pile of snow and rain on people that are calving, bad weather in the south, 
tornado warnings going on, uh, you know, snow in other places, excessive amounts of rain in other places. So I guess tis the season. And uh, I didn't watch a single thing what was going on because I was watching my weather app the whole time. Well, the weather was definitely going on, Tigger. It, uh, it uh, definitely hit some people fairly hard. Um, and then those that, that got more of the, the much-needed rain, I think, also uh, breathed a sigh of relief. Mm-hmm. So kind of a double-edged sword, right. but definitely hard on, on those calves out in that weather. As we talked off air, Tigger, I think uh, like in, in my specific situation, I went from having roughly three weeks to, to make some really tough decisions to now I think we'll at least have a have a spring and some grass to, to have in two months before I'd have to make a, a pretty tough decision. So hopefully this is just the start of, of the rains and, and they keep coming. But I, I will say personally, I sure, sure a lot of stress off my shoulders knowing that I at least got a couple months now. So when you say three weeks, you aren't kidding or stretching by any, by anything. You're saying, look, I had three weeks and if not, I needed to make some major, major, major decisions. You are not exaggerating that by any stretch, are you? No, that that was that's very was very real for me, and and I would say a majority of my neighbors. I had three three weeks of hay left, which is probably on the long side as I look around. And then you know they have to go to grass the middle of April, and if there wasn't any grass to go to, there would be no options left. So the the rain, the moisture that we did, I feel that pushes me out to July at least. Uh, maybe a little bit later, and, and hopefully we get more rain through this time period. I definitely am living the, the day-to-day challenges that it, that all cattle producers are and understand the the difficulties that cash flow has right? and how important that is to an operation that, that functions on such small margins. Living the dream and, and living the nightmare <laughs> at, the, <laughs> at the same time. So, okay, sorry to get off track there, uh, everyone, a little bit, but I appreciate you, Kirk, just sharing and being very transparent with your situation of saying this is, you know, this is how things are rolling in central Montana where you're at. So let's get to the good stuff here. Other than talking about moisture, let's talk about a recap last week. What happened, the numbers, what's going on? All right, we'll jump right into it, Tigger. As of Friday, April 22nd, May feeders closed at 163.60. That's up a buck 95 week over week with the CME feeder index at 155.21, down 74 cents on the week. That leaves the basis or the difference between the index and, and futures and actually April futures at, two, at a negative 274. We did have a big cattle on feed this week. Um, expectations were for about eight per eight to nine percent decrease in placements. That did not come to fruition. We had a 99.6 placement number and a 98% marketing number, leaving the cattle on feed as of April 1st at a 101.7. Uh, that's a bearish report relative to expectations. Expectations for cattle on feed were 99.5 to, to 100.9. So about a 1% miss on expectations. There's a lot to unpack in that cattle on feed. Uh, to oversimplify it, to fit our radio time, uh, you've got two sectors of the of the market right now. One saying we've got plenty of cattle, and the other side saying there may be plenty of cattle now, but the liquidation has been extreme and a shortage is coming. I quoted in my newsletter this week, agcenter.com. It's a very good website, and he stated that many industry sources are skeptical of relying on the placement number this month, and it isn't consistent with finishing feed yard reporting. He's referencing the the notion, at least, that a lot of these cattle on feed were placed on feed, heifers placed on feed last winter, 
out of Montana in the drought areas, and they're scheduled to go back to Montana uh, once we get the rain. And as we just started this with Tigger, we got the rain. To kind of wrap this up quickly, June live closed at 138.475. That's up two dollars and twelve and a half cents on the week. Cash traded 140 to 141 in the south and 144 to 148 in the north. That's quite a ticket in the north. Up one to two in the south and flat to up four in the north, leaving the be- the basis negative 245 in the south to positive 555 in the north. Weekly slaughter came in at 665,000. That's flat on a year-over-year basis. And choice traded 267.91, down $4.71 on the week, and that's the first decline of choice prices in about five weeks. May corn traded 791 and three quarters, basically flat on the week. Thanks so much, Kirk. Remember, everyone, you can subscribe to Kirk's free newsletter by texting the word cattle, that's C-A-T-T-L-E, cattle, to the number 33777. And by the way, I don't want to forget, our calving contest is still going on. So yes, send us your best calving videos and our pictures. Include the kids if you'd like. You can email your entries to Ranch it up show at gmail.com. And don't forget to tag us on social media. We're putting together a great swag package of Ranch It Up stuff. Before we say fairly well, are there any bull sales that you wanted to recap or mention? I do have one, and that is Next Gen Cattle Company from Paxico, Kansas. That was right where I uh, used to live. That is, that just around the, the corner from you. 100 Beefmaster Bulls averaged 57.28. 74 Charlet Bulls averaged 54.90, and 18 Angus Bulls sold for 32.92 on the average. And now that's going to wrap it up for today. A big thanks from our crew to yours, Mark Vanzi with LivestockMarket.com, Jake Fettis, Kirk Donsbach for the recap, and of course, to you, the boss lady, Beck. Thank you to our partners, Cattlemen U and Cattlemen U Live, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, the Mile City Bucking Horse Sale, RFD-TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. And crew, so glad y'all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show because all week long we've got stuff going on there. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. You can call and text us 24-7 at 707-RANCH-20. Spread the good word and join us again next time where it's always Tigger Approved. Even when he's quiet. I hate it when you say that. (laughs) Stay ranchy and ranch it up.